All things automotive with the petrol head, Nico Smith. Before we go to Nico Smith, we're going to just go to a break that we do need to speak to. The Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development invites qualifying subsistent farmers and producers to apply for the Presidential Employment Stimulus Initiative. Women youth persons living with disabilities disabilities and military veterans are encouraged to apply. To apply, please dial star 134 star 4536 hash on your mobile phone and follow the prompts. Applications close on the 22nd of December and are free of charge. For more information on the application process, kindly visit www.dalrrd.gov.za or call or visit the nearest departmental offices. All things automotive with the petrol head, Nico Smith. He's on the couch with his cup of coffee. You know that this is your last day for this year because you're going on holiday, lucky bugger. Hey? <laughs> Good morning. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Good morning, Nico. I'm fortunate I realized you go on holiday. I, I do realize that's a, 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 so, yes, a, big, a, a fortunate thing to be able to do. So this means that the, 40, the 52-week challenge, we have, um, after today, we will have... Um, eight weeks left to go. So we would then take those eight weeks next year when you get back. Okay, fine. That, we can you, keep them until we get to week 52 as we planned. Okay, no but we're not going to stop. We can't stop now. No, That's, no, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, it's, we can't make the 52-week challenge 48, <laughs> 48 weeks. Well, it's, not, gonna, it's, it's not even going to be 48 weeks. Today, I mean, we, before today it was 43, and once we've done today it will be 44. Uh-huh. So okay. it'd be 44 so weeks out of 52 year. weeks and the challenge. Yeah. So, okay. Nico, yes. I'm going to I take think a... you stumped everybody, right? You did stump everybody, but first of all, it's time for me to take a breath. Okay. okay. I'm waiting. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> Get my stopwatch out. Okay. Uh, you were at 14.1 last week. So, uh, 14.1. Are you ready? Wait, hold on. In three, two, one, go. Lucky Alan, Roger, Roger, Polly, Temba, Hans, Jet, Ian, Hans, Vish, Lucky Ranjay, Raditi, Rod, Gulani, Temba, Gail, Ray, Anthony, Anthony, Nick, Temba, Kal, Mahungu, Eldred, Uva, Lynn, Lynn's husband, Charlie, Ranjay, Casper, Gerald, Aubrey, Alan, Jet, Crew, Peter, Bongani, Imran, Ken, Shane, Tubella, Judy, Jet, Crew, Award. Oh, last week, 14.1, you're now 14.65. Wow. That doesn't feel so. It's it's point six five. I mean, or point five five of a second faster. No man, I could have done that uh, better. Slower, no slower, slower. I mean slower, slower, slower. slower yeah. But uh, if, if it was a Formula One race, um, in certain cases there could be a few cars stuck into that little gap. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why so. I'm feeling a bit like sure, should have done it faster. Sure. Okay. No, so, I think you're doing quite well. Okay, so let's move on to the question. I'm going to try and help. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, there might be some answers now already. Maybe some people thought, let them have a look at I it. Know, Maybe I've, people I've, thought, ah, oh, this is not worth the effort. I've got a brilliant so, answer um, from last week, but it's not the right one. But I'll read it to you once you've asked the question. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read the question, then I'm going to give a big clue to help. So my question last week was very cryptic, and it just said, which car is best associated with me and why? Um, I had some, we, had, we had some very entertaining answers. So I'm going to give you a clue. 
So when at the when, when manufacturers started um, making cars and with car companies, they would use their names. So Henry Ford, for instance, would of course use his surname Ford for the Ford Motor Company. Um, so that's my first clue. Um, and then the second clue is actually all names have meanings. So uh, if you look at uh, every name, it has a certain meaning. So this would help you. This is my clue for, for, for um, the, the question is, of course, it's in the name, like Henry Ford used his surname. So and it's also in the meaning. I actually don't know what Ford means because it was just an example. But that's where the similarity lies in the names and the meaning of the names. Okay, so so the question is, which car is best associated with Nico Smith and why? And then he says, and names have meanings. Now, someone said last week, hi, Michelle, it's the Icon 4x4 because it's a scrambled version of the name Nico. That's David. I thought that was a brilliant oh, answer, was, even though it's oh, wrong. That is so good. So, David, David, that's brilliant. You should get half a point. You should get sort of a... Now, you're getting an honorable mention because that's brilliant. Okay, so I'm going to say Jet Crew, honorable mention, David, <laughs> even though he got it wrong. So he can, he's going to like be the honorable mention from last week. So well Jet Crew's honorable mention, David. David, you just got lucky. Very, very nice for you indeed. So that's yes. the question. Which car is best associated with Nico, our petrol head, and why? And as he says, names have meanings. So, for example, apparently... Uh, Michelle originally comes from the word the rock. I don't know if that's true. Or Michael means the rock. That was what I heard once, but I don't know if that's true. Nevertheless. So you can SMS us the answer on 41391, 41391. You can WhatsApp it either as a voice message or as a print message on 0614104107. And David, you just got yourself an honorable mention because your question or your answer was so super smart, even though it was mm. wrong. So which so, car is best associated with Nikar Petrolhead and why? So you're going to have to, uh, to get the answer, there's going to be some investigative Googling going on to get it right, of course. Yeah. Because you now now know what to search for to get it. But um, Okay. Um, yes, let's see how it goes. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's jump right in. So, Michelle, there's a lot of people enough to go on holiday. Yeah. Um, so, today, let's cover some things that you should get ready on your car um, before you go away and also what things to take and and how to drive. Let's see how we go. I've got a lot of points, so we'll see um, where we go. So, first of all, I think it starts with a car always because that's the thing you're going to drive in. Now, um, this week I had to put on new boots onto my car, so I've got brand new tires, yeah. which is always great. It's, some people say it's a grudge purchase. Even where I bought the tires, the guy said, you know, some people feel it's a grudge purchase. I actually don't because I realize what a difference it makes. For me, the most important thing is wet grip. In other words, when it's raining, how good is the grip in the tires? So um, I also put nitrogen in. We've had a talk about that a while ago where um, nitrogen isn't always easy, um, easy to get, but people said, what's the best nitrogen or air? I, I prefer nitrogen in the tires. Also, what I did is I made the pressures harder yeah. because we, we're going to load uh, all our stuff into the car, which means um, eventually we're going to have more weight in the car. So I already, even though I'm not driving around now with, with everybody and all the luggage in the car, I still make the pressures higher because I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for, uh, because, again, nitrogen isn't easy to get. So I've made the pressures harder. But yeah. when, I, when, when the holiday's over, I'll go back to the lower recommended pressures. You get that, by the way, in the door or in the fuel cap. And so that's an important thing for tire life and then for grip and for, for handling of the car. Make sure you stick to the correct pressures. 
Okay, so you're right. saying pump it up even higher if you've got like a lot of weight in your car. You're going to. So in other words, if you're going, if you have normal air, then you don't have to do what I did. So uh, if you're using normal air, um, the day before you go out when the car freezes are cold, go to your filling station, look in the field, fill a cap. I think, I, I just off memory, I think my pressures are something like 2.3 in the front and 2.1 in the back. And when it's loaded, it's 2.7 all around, something like that. So okay. 2.7 all around. You normally have a little man, so one man, and it'll have like three men, and a man or a woman or little kids, and then some suitcases. They have little images. <laughs> um, that's, that's the way you would go with it. Um, also, you know, not a bad idea if you can have the car checked over. If you haven't had a service yet, um, get somebody to just check the car, make sure everything is, is okay. That's including your, your, your wipers. Yeah. Um, check your tires if you, um, if you haven't checked them in a while. If, uh, any damage on the side or the tire, unfortunately, you have to replace. Yeah. Literally, you are playing with fire. On the side of the tire, if there's a little bump or a cut, replace it. It's extremely, I cannot stress how dangerous this is. Um, check the lights, make sure they're working. Check your brake lights um, and the front lights. So at night, check them or just switch on the lights and have, hit the brakes and, and, and indicate it on the car. Have somebody, if you have, stand behind you. Otherwise, check it. Even in the garage, you can see it um, to see that they're all okay. So, Some people are. Yes? Yeah, no, go Sorry. for it. Go for it. A lot of people are also, they've got trailers. That, yeah. I mean, this is a very South African thing, or caravans. So in that case, um, the same thing applies. Check the, 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 the pressures on your caravan because all your trailer, they're going to have, they would have um, definitely be lower. Um, take it for a drive and just make sure everything is okay. You can even have somebody um, that can check it, give it a once over, things like bearings aren't a bad idea. Also license for your car um, and license for your um, trailer or your caravan. Because those things need licenses and you might have forgotten. So it might also be something that you need to check out. Um, and also then make sure basic things in your car, your tools. So when you are um, in most cars now, they'll have a lock nut. That means if you take the cap off, there's one um, of those wheel bolts that has a special nut that fits on there. And without that, so just make sure people can't steal it. But you, can't, you won't be able to change the tire. So they don't check. If you have that lock nut, it's, it should, well, it should be in the car. It shouldn't have been taken out. So make sure that you have the lock nut. And also the same thing, make sure you have a jack. And the jack is still okay and you have other tools. And the same for the trailer. If, if that has a lock nut uh, and that has some tools, make sure that you have those tools as well. So, um, Nico, <laughs> if, sorry, I'm just, I'm just following some of the... Uh, 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 answers on 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 uh, on a essay on on our WhatsApp portal and sure there's some very interesting interesting um, yeah comments answers yeah okay yeah I think people are you know right people answers, are getting yeah. into people are getting into the groove now hey big big oh, time so that's I can a, give that, more clues later no you don't need to give more clues people are totally okay. in the groove there. Okay, so beautiful. We, we need to go to a break, but when we come back, I just want to talk to you about, um, you know, there was something you said about when you do your tires and that, that never, ever fill your tires. And I don't know if you, you this is something critical, is that if you're doing a long distance road, don't fill your tires halfway along the road. So, yes. yeah, so you're going to talk to us about that in a moment. 100%. All things automotive with the petrol head, Nico Smith. We've got the petrol head. He's in the studio. The question is out there. Your question answers are coming back fast and furious. You guys are like getting on track, on track. 
for sure. That is something good to hear. Nico, if I'm going to go on a long distance journey, even like maybe three hours or something like that, what do I need to do with regards to pumping tires maybe halfway? If I feel like, do I do that? Because you once told me that, no, that's not a good idea. Yes, Michelle, what, what, what happens is when you're driving, the, 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 the tires are going to get hot. Um, so the pressure is actually going to go up quite a lot. Um, so if you're driving and you forgot to check and three hours later you stop at the filling station and check the pressures, they're going to show much higher um, and, and uh, they'll be actually, well, let's say they, they're 2.4. Uh, when, you, when you look at the filling station, they might be 2.8. Um, because you've driven, it could actually even be more. So the best time to check your pressures is when the car is, the pressure or the tires are cold. So physically in your garage is ideal. Otherwise, drive slowly to the closest filling station and, and check it there. But long-distance driving, the, there's a lot of heat buildup. Um, the same with things like oil, actually, and water. You can't check the water um, at a, uh, after three hours because the water is boiling hot. So when you open that, um, that cap up, all that water is going to um, boil out, and that's going to be a problem. You're going to, first of all, you can burn yourself quite seriously, and then you've basically, uh, you could also burn or boil out all the glycol um, um, or the, the, um, the cool, the antifreeze out. So check those when it's cold. The same with oil. If you want to check oil, you've got to wait a few minutes because the, the oil is actually in the engine um, lubricating everything. So if you stop and check immediately, the oil hasn't settled, so that will also show low. So ideal time to check any fluids or any pressures is when the car is cold in your garage or slowly at the, the next filling station. Then, um, if, yes, yeah, no, go for it. Then you have a few things, of course, um, that, that you can pack in the car that are things... Um, that would make life a little bit easier if something happens along the way. Um, so a good thing would be some tissues or toilet paper. That's never a bad thing if you have to, you know, suddenly make an emergency stop next to the side of the road or something happens. Um, and a little bit of soap. Or I'm sure people nowadays have sanitizers. That's not, not a bad thing to have. A little um, a torch in a car is also not bad because something might happen at night. You might get a flat tire or something and then trying to replace it um, if you have a torch, it's not bad. Of course, we all have, um, now, I think most phones nowadays have a sort of a torch on it, but it's nice to actually have a, a very good torch with you. Uh, some water, a bottle of water is not bad either. Let's say you get a, a problem and you're going to wait for quite a while next to the side of the road. Having a bit of water is going to make life easier. I have a Leatherman in the car or any type of tool like that. I think that's a great thing to have because, again, there might be something along the way that you have to fix or, um, or open or whatever and those things, those multi-tools uh, or Leatherman is actually a great thing to have with you. Also, uh, a pair of gloves. If you're going to replace a tire, um, there's a lot of heat there. So when you, you touch those lock nuts, they're quite hot. They're also, there's some dirt. A lot of those bags are dirty. So having just some basic gloves is a great idea mm. to have in the boot. I have them in the boot all the time. So even if you have to help somebody else, you just put on the gloves. You can do whatever you need to do. And it actually also protects your hands from the heat and for something else. And then just maybe something like a, a jersey or a, a, some type of, um, a, you know, let's say a, um, a rain jacket. Uh, what do you call those? A, yeah. a waterproof jacket. This is, again, you know, we might be driving, it's raining. It's nice to have a waterproof jacket that, that can help you um, when you have to do these things. So, Nico, you know, you must be the perfect person in the world to go traveling with because you're just so freaking <laughs> organized. I, I don't know. I might be organized. Well, I have something to organize. But uh, yeah. yeah, then uh, uh, I think it just helps to, 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 to think, listen, what do I need? And unfortunately, 
um, you've got to think for worst case scenario just to make life a bit easier to say if this happens am I going to be okay um, yeah so that's the way, that's the way I just think about it to, to try and make life easier and just uh, on, on a side I think the best way to travel um, is to make some buckles so you know at home you pack a little lunch thing or whatever uh, you know whatever it is I like some boiled eggs people are going to go oh that's bad so some eggs and some sawmies you know, if you really want to go higher grade, a little bit of meat or a little bit of chicken. So you stop somewhere on a nice place next to the side. There's always some very nice picnic spots. And then have your own little um, uh, lunch or breakfast when you stop over. I think that's also a beautiful way to travel. Okay, okay dokes. Do you want me to go right, through? Let's continue. Let's uh, yes. Well, should, should we go to the answers or do we have a bit more time? Oh, we have a bit more time. I've got a couple okay, of so, answers. Uh, uh, if you, if you, let's say you have a trailer um, and you've got to pack it, the important thing is that if you're packing the trailer, the weight on the axle of the trailer. So be careful of too much weight in the front and too much weight at the back. So uh, make sure you balance out the weight very good in, in the center of the trailer. So when you're lifting it up, it's not extremely heavy to lift. When you're lifting it up, it lifts and almost wants to um, sit on the back end. Um, and a, a simple idea is actually to have some plastic crates that you pack in the trailer itself, and then you put the stuff inside the plastic trailer because that helps to distribute the weight quite nicely and also helps with a lot of... Because sometimes when you go on holiday and you've got a trailer, there's a lot of loose things that are going with you. So it's nice if you have a crate and you can simply pack these things in a crate. That also helps a lot to make it easier. And a bit of planning when you're packing also goes a long way instead of just starting to pack. I, I normally um, um, wait till the end and then pack the trailer. I, I do find it frustrating if you're packing it and then suddenly you think, okay, I've got everything, and then suddenly, oh, we still have to pack this. So I normally, you know, wait till the end and then pack the trailer when you know what's going to go in so you can position things as opposed to packing in the end and then realizing, oh, this doesn't work well. I'm going to take things out and pack again. So it sounds amazing. I know that you're going to go on holiday. We hope that while you're driving, you're listening to us next weekend. Of course. And we're going to miss you. But before we miss you too, we are going to get that question (laughs) for week 44 of the 52-week challenge. And just to mention, David got an honorary mention as part of the jet crew last week because of his rather clever uh, working out that uh, the car was called an icon because it's Nico just spun around. Nevertheless, the question is, which car is best associated with Nico and why? And I may have uh, given it slightly away when I mentioned uh, uh, your surname. Nevertheless, you said names have meanings. And I'm going to give you some that are close, but no cigar before we go to the winner. So let's go for it. Hi, Vaughan KZN. Um, Like most cars back in the day when they were designed, they were designed in blacksmith shops more than likely where... Um, and one that stands out is Studebaker. I know they were blacksmiths originally, but I suppose there might have been other makers. So blacksmith equals smith. How's that? It's very, very close, but it's not the right car. Nevertheless, there's a couple of other options that go as follows. Someone else said um, Audi. You tested it. That's about as far from the the right as you can get. Then um, Nico uh, um, Eldred says... The answer is NSU, as Nico Smith Smith has the initials of NS, and the NSU was taken over by VW, who acquired Auto Union. Audi NSU was uh, funded was was 
founded by Christian Smith, and the name is similar to Smith. <laughs> wow. wow. So there's a bit of a move <laughs> around there as well, yes. Yeah. And then Nick and Howick says Jaguar, because many British cars used dials and instruments made by Smiths. So they're kind of, get, kind of getting there as well. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to our winner. Hans in Strasby, and he literally had obviously been thinking of it the entire week. Hans in Strasby writes, Yoo-hoo, Mish, Nico and crew. The final guess for Nico's car brand. Ferrari, because the Italian surname Ferrari means ironsmith, which is equivalent to Smith or Smith in English. And Enzo's father... Enzo Ferrari must be, was an ironsmith in real life. Apologies for the etymological dissertation. Cheers, Hans in Strasby. Hans! Yeah. Yeah, we had a, a bunch of well others, done. some of them very, very far from the... Um, from the answer, but geez, that was, I mean, Hans, you certainly thought that one through. Correct, is it not, Nico? Exactly. exactly. It's actually, I, when I found it, because I was, you know, every week I'm trying to, to get some questions that are interesting or difficult, and difficult. I was actually quite surprised to find out that Ferrari, um, it, like you said in Italian, um, uh, the, the, the word um, serum, which of course means iron, so um, a blacksmith. In, in Italy would be, um, his surname would be Ferrari. So in other words, that's quite a common name. So like Smith, in the common uh, in surname you find quite a lot. Um, Ferrari in Italy apparently is a surname that you find quite a lot. And they have the same meaning, um, which is somebody that works with iron. So well done. That was really quite clever for, I think, quite a difficult question to find, to end the year off. So that yeah. really wasn't easy. So well done. And also, uh, you know, we've had some brilliant uh, and clever answers. I really enjoyed those. So um, kudos to everybody that had such good answers. And I will say that um, Hans uh, is is a third time winner in our forty four weeks. He oh. won, I think, in the in the sixth week. No, the seventh week. He won in the seventh week, and then he won in the tenth week. So well done, Hans. You really uh, got it right. And I'm assuming it's with the same Hans who won uh, those sure times as well. So he's got a triple now. Hans in Strasbourg, you've got a triple and we will be holding on to your details until next year, Hans, when Nico returns with an even harder question to uh, start (laughs) the year. So prepare yourself, start reading up more about cars. Nico, all I can say is travel safely, pump up those tyres, make sure that the oil is full and the water and make sure that you have a sandwich in the boot as well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Nico. That's Nico Smith, of course, our petrol head. He'll be back again next year after his holidays. And it is time for us to move into the news. Nine o'clock. Good morning.